Uh, hello, and welcome to Tea is Good, Books are Better, uh, the podcast where we drink tea and talk about fiction. Yeah. <laughs> this person number two over here. Yeah. I'm Jess. I am Raven, and we are sisters. Yay! <gasps> Who's the older one? You can guess. <laughs> it's me. Okay, well, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Jess, tell me a little bit about yourself. Let's introduce ourselves to the many people who are going to be listening to this who don't know us, <laughs> which is going to well, be a lot. How old are you? What do you do? Oh, fuck. I don't want to talk about Tell that. me about your life. My life is okay. Are you in a happy place? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is... Well, growing up, what? We're both avid readers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, maybe... Let's talk first Please a little do. bit about how this podcast is going to work. Good. So, I'm thinking we will have read part of a book, a fictional novel, most likely, before we start our podcast, our recording, and then we will sort of do a chapter-by-chapter breakdown and then give our thoughts. Cool. Uh, and yeah. Of our favorite books? Yeah. I mean... Let me refer back to my notes. <laughs> Maybe one of us will get the other one to... This is kind of the idea. One of us will get the other one to read a book. Like, one of their favorite books, maybe, that yeah. the other one hasn't read. Yeah. Just a way of sharing our favorite books. And to get back to reading again, which is something I haven't done in years. Oh, and that brings me to my... <laughs> good segue to my question. Um, why do you want to do this podcast and... What are you hoping to gain from it, if anything? Well, for me, I'm really excited to start reading again because I haven't read a book in, say, four years. You haven't read a full book in four years? Yeah. It's so sad. Dude. <laughs> what the And the last book I was reading, too, was one of the Song of Ice and Fire books. Man. Oh, I'm my so God. Sad. I am so sad for you right now. I know. Like, it's like... The biggest loss in my life was no longer reading novels anymore. It was like my my biggest childhood thing was reading books. Oh, same. And like now as an adult, I don't read anymore. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. as an adult, I don't know. I feel like young people read, like, ravenously. And they have the time to sort of read all the time. Mm-hmm. But as adults... I don't know. You have, yeah. like, responsibilities, and then... <coughs> I have a job. I'm so tired. I have to work, and I want quick amusement. That's exactly. Fast. So, like, video games, Netflix. Yeah, and I think it would be, like, wrong to say that books don't take work yeah, to sort like, of... You really gotta sit down. Digest. Yeah. Read it. <laughs> I don't get people who can, like, listen to music and, like, read. I do that. You do that? I love music. Music will calm me and I can do anything with music. Maybe, maybe, okay, maybe I'm thinking more of, like, upbeat, like, pop and, like, popular. Like, songs that make you want to, like, stop what you're doing and sing and, like, along sing, and start yeah. dancing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I think I have the same sort of intentions. You don't read as well. That's pretty weird. Okay. 
<laughs> you can't whisper. They can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you said louder. Like, that would be a bit weird if you don't read because you're going to uni for, what, literature? Writing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I am in my fourth year of my bachelor's degree for creative writing. Ooh. I know. So... Um, I am forced to read in some classes, <laughs> but I appreciate it. I'm glad that Fantastic. they forced me to read. I'm jealous. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, reading, I think, is a huge part of improving your writing. So, And I am a fiction writer, so I think reading more fiction mm. is something that I need to do. I realized I haven't really read, like, okay, in my most recent class, I was working on writing a fantasy piece. Yeah. And I realized I haven't really read a lot of fantasy that isn't, like, urban fantasy. Like, I've read a lot of urban fantasy, which is more like, it takes place in the real world, but with, like, slight small differences. Yeah, so, like, the Like the mortal mortal instruments. instruments. Yes! (laughs) Why did we go straight to the same one? (laughs) (laughs) We read that book around the same time. Yeah, so that is, that's definitely urban fantasy, and I've read a lot of Mm -hmm. that. But I've read very little, like, high fantasy, like... Yeah, so, like, Lord of the Rings and Middle... Yeah, Middle Earth. You know what? I have a confession. Yeah? I've read The Hobbit, but I've never read the full Lord of the Rings. (laughs) What? I thought you said you read those books! (laughs) Okay, I'm pretty sure I've read the full first one. The Fellowship of the Ring? Yeah. That's so hard for me to start. But, yeah, I mean, you have to admit it's a tough one to read. It's a lot of exposition. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and fantasy has changed a lot since that time. Bro! Yeah. Intent. Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah. I do. Okay. We'll talk about that. Okay. Um, but the only other fantasy ones I've read have been The Inheritance Cycle. So, like, Aragon and yes. Brisinger and... Yeah. You know what? Another confession. Haven't finished that series either. What? <laughs> Those books are so good. Oh, God. Uh, okay. Let's move on to my next question. I have a I have a notebook full of questions. Ooh. So we wouldn't get like too I don't lost. Know, lost. <laughs> and just sit here staring at each other with like talk dead about air. One book series. Ooh. Yeah. Dead air. Just like that. <laughs> okay. Um Okay, so I think you're gonna start by getting me to read a book. Oh shit. And you had something in mind, right? It's my lucky day. Yeah. So yeah. what did you want to get? me to read so my favorite book of all time um cry to heaven by anne rice my favorite author of all time <laughs> anne rice yeah the great anne rice <laughs> madame anne rice oh shit <laughs> okay i follow well, her on facebook and everything like, really oh, shit. i love this lady <laughs> she's so cute she's been writing for a long time huh very long how old is she is that should she i not ask that is, sadly elderly <laughs> Why is it sad? I have no idea. Because that means one day she's going to pass and no more books from her. Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> Let's not get that dark. <laughs> okay. So why is this your favorite book? Without spoilers. Don't spoil it for me. <sighs> why is it your favorite well, book? Well, the last time I read it was, shit, probably 10 years ago. At the most, maybe I was 20 when I read it. I don't know. But Are I really love 30? <laughs> Am I 30? You said 10 years ago, and you said you were 20. Well, I could have been 17 when I read it. I don't remember. Okay, because you're time not 30. Ago. Okay, shit. But I just, 
really loved it. Like, I've never read it. Like, it was a story about revenge, and I'd never read a book like that before. And it was, she does so much detail with, like, period pieces, where you learn so much about a certain timeline in a certain country. And it's just so cool to read it. Is her Mm -hmm. stuff, I mean, do you know if her stuff is generally pretty historically accurate? Or is she, like, does she take a lot of... I'm pretty sure it's historically accurate. Like, she... I remember reading, like, an interview about, um, the... Her Vampire Chronicles, and there was a little snippet where she, like, added the catacombs of Paris. Okay. Like, the great catacombs, you know, like, the big graveyard that's under Paris. Mm-hmm. And then she added that, and like, she did a lot of research on what it was, like, back in the day, like, in the 18th century or before that... And it was really cool to learn about that. Cool. So she has a lot of respect on ancient times, too, because she goes right back there. Okay. How did you discover Anne Rice? Vampire Chronicles. <laughs> okay, but how did you find okay. those? So, uh, I've always been obsessed with vampires. I really love that gothic shit. Even before, like, the whole Twilight Age. Oh. <laughs> did I push a button? Twilight did get me into vampires, sadly, when I was 14. Okay. You know what? If it's going to get you into reading more, then... It did. You know what? Good. Then it did a good thing. Pretty sure Dad got, like, some movies that were based on her books. They kind of sucked compared to her books, but they got me really into them. And when I discovered that they were based on books, I was like, fuck, I'm reading these books. We've always been, like, super Mm -hmm. into reading Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think that started when we were, like, actual children. <laughs> My first novel, Take Three Guesses, Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. When I was uh, eight, yeah. I believe, was when I first I remember Dad used to read them to us every night before yeah. bed. I remember having to tell Dad about them, and he was, like, super hyped that we were, I was into novels at that age. Really? So he started buying them for us. That's yeah. so cool. Mm. that's really nice yeah and mom would take us to the library every saturday yeah and we would take out new books and like given our old ones oh and my gosh we'd be reading something new every week and we had to read the whole thing in a week <laughs> because we were going back to the library the next saturday yeah <laughs> so we were like yeah. devouring book yeah, after book after summertime book. the library would have this thing where if you, every time you finish the book they give you a sticker yes <gasps> yeah. holy shit yes we would sign up for that every summer and we'd like get as many stickers as we can by reading all these books. Yes! Oh my god, I completely forgot yeah. that was a thing. And like, <gasps> they made our parents sign that saying that we did read these books. <laughs> I've just been launched into the past. <laughs> Holy yeah. crap! Remember it? I forgot that was a thing. That was a big part of our childhood. Every summer I was like looking forward to the reading. And wouldn't we get like a cool <laughs> bookmark or like a medal or something? Yeah, we would get something. Like we'd get like a little booklet where we'd put our stickers in. And it was just really yeah. cool. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, and then we'd make, be checking out different novels, you know, in the teen section as children. <laughs> so, yeah. Learn about grown-up things. Yeah, we were like, yeah, we were young and like in the teen section. <laughs> yeah, and our parents just didn't care because we were reading novels. Yeah. But, but we were reading pretty Okay, so we have things. a brother, Eric. Was he as much into reading as we were? Yeah. Um... That was a head shake. <laughs> yeah, she shook her head no. <laughs> I don't remember. I mean, sometimes Eric would read with us just to be included with us. 
Really? Yeah, I feel like Eric sometimes, you know, would read some things just to, you know, join in the fun. But I don't think I've ever seen him, like, read, read. Like, go to his way to read. Interesting. Not something I remember. Yeah, because I remember him coming, like, obviously he would be there at the library with us. Yeah, every... he'd get, like... What kind of books would he get? Fuck, I don't remember. I don't remember either. Yo, Eric, hit us up. <laughs> yeah, tell us what you were reading. borrowing from the library. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> okay. So I had... Did, 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 okay. Did you have more ideas for, like, what kinds of things you want to get me to read? Well, my favorite books, but I haven't got as much books that you haven't read. So I was, like, you know, like thinking, like, maybe we can go back and read our favorite books from when we were teens that we haven't touched yeah. since then. Yeah. You know, like, we're both in our mid to late 20s. So that'd be really exciting to read books that we haven't read since we were early teens. Yeah, in high school. Yeah. And obviously, like, our lives and perspectives have changed so much since then. It would be pretty cool to go back and revisit. Yeah, and see, like, do I still like these books as much exactly. as I love them? Exactly, yeah. That's the thing about, with my Anne Rice books. I'm oh, like, are oh, you a little worried? I'm a little bit worried. Like, am I still gonna love her? Of course. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I do. Do you want to get me to read, like, the Vampire Chronicles ones? Or... Yeah. Yeah? Okay. But The Cry to Heaven is not a part of the Vampire Chronicles. Yeah, it's I've its picked own up on that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, definitely. Okay. The Vampire Chronicles were a huge impact on my life, and I would definitely love you to read them. Cool. Because they're, they're huge. Like, I've never read any vampire books like that in my life. Okay. And it was so good. Okay. So I have a list of books that I wrote down as ideas for stuff to read. So I starred these ones because they were, like, your favorite big ones for me. Um, so there's Serafina by Rachel Hartman. Which I actually just read. Oh, um, shit. Yes. And it was actually really helpful for me to sort of, like, <clears throat> see a unique perspective on fantasy that I haven't Ooh. read before. Ooh. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know if I would call it high fantasy, but it's sort of like in an entirely made-up world. Like, Ooh. Yeah, like, the, in the Inheritance Cycle fun. and in Middle Earth. and Yeah, so it's very good, and I would get you to read that one. There's also The White Bone by Barbara Gowdy. This one is, I guess you would also classify it as fantasy, but it's about elephants. And it's like... <laughs> your is face. it going to make me cry? Uh, I'm trying to remember if I cried. I cry super easily, though. So, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know things maybe. can get emotional because The White Bone is making me think, oh, shit, is it going to be about poor elephants being hunted? <laughs> No. Uh, well, obviously, that would, like, almost have to be yeah, no, if it's part elephants, of it. Then, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so that's, like, animal fiction, I guess. Yeah, um, and then Pendragon, the <gasps> Pendragon series by DJ McHale. <gasps> Those um, were very, actually, important to me as Aww. a kid because they, I think... Okay, this, like, is a story. <laughs> so... I've been writing since I was in an elementary school. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been writing for a very long time. And I always thought to myself, like, oh, I'd love to be, a, like, I'd love to write a book. Um, that's, like, always been a dream of mine. But yeah. I never, I guess I never really saw it as a possibility because all these books I was reading were way beyond my level. Of course. So, <laughs> and I was an actual child, so yeah, I, like, but yeah. couldn't really 
write properly yet. Um, <clears throat> properly, I put in quotations. But then I had Pendragon recommended to me by a friend. And when I read them, the style was so... Like, the writing style was so unique compared to anything that I had read before. Like, it might not seem that way nowadays, but compared to everything else I was reading at that time, it was very, um... What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. The writing seemed, like, casual. Hmm. Like, the narrator was talking. Yeah. Yeah. And, like... One that was easier to read. Well, yeah, like, it felt like a conversation rather than, like, a... I'm telling you a story. It felt like an actual person telling a story versus, like, a narrator. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get that. Yeah, but, okay, that style to me was, like, I don't know, it was inspiring. And I was like, oh, my God, maybe I can do this. Because, like, the writer was just doing his own thing. And I I don't know. It was, like, it was important to me as a child. So it would be cool to go back and revisit those. Yes, because I remember you reading, um, not reading, telling me to read those, and I did actually pick them up. I don't remember that. Do you remember liking them? I do. That was a fantastic fantasy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, damn. But I don't really remember as much. Cause yeah, I don't remember a whole lot I was of in it. my mid-teens or early teens when I read them. Yeah. So that'd be like more than 10 years ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. <laughs> <sighs> so if you were in your mid-teens, I was like a preteen maybe. <laughs> Anyway, I'm not that older than you. You're 30, remember? I got that not. Okay. Um, some other authors uh, that would be cool. Stephen King. I don't mm. know if you've read a lot of Stephen King. Have you? I've probably read two books by Stephen King. Same. I think I've read Carrie and Firestarter. Okay. Yeah. I haven't read a lot of Stephen King either, but... Um, Obviously, he's, like, a very prolific, like, famous writer. So, (laughs) I've been told that a couple of him, like, his books are Um, Mm must-reads. Just for background, I've read Carrie and Christine, um, and a couple of his short stories. It'd be cool to read The Shining. That was a short story, right? I have a novel. Oh. Oh. What am I thinking of? Maybe I'm thinking of 1408. Maybe. That, that one was a sense. short story. Yeah, that was really good. That was a really good short story. Um, yeah, but some that we should read, I think, Bag of Bones. I think that's what it's called. And then Pet Cemetery. I heard, was actually really scary. Yeah, Dad's had that book. I remember seeing it there. And he said that it scared him. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess that's something we should bring up. Um, our father is a huge Stephen King fan. Like, he used to have, like, all his books. I never saw him reading them, but he had Which all of them. Which is ironic, because he apparently hates reading. It's yeah. something he... What the he fuck? He has his whole library where he had all these books that we read from. That's where I discovered the Vampire Chronicles. He actually had one of those books in there. Oh. And I found it, and I was like, holy shit. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. He hates reading. What the... <laughs> Why does he have all okay. these books? Okay. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Well, he actually read Harry Potter to us, so... Yeah. Well, I mean, Harry Potter is good. Like, it's it's easy to... Yeah. Harry Potter. Digest, I guess. Um, oh, I also think the Gunslinger series by Stephen King would be a cool one to tackle. Because... Yeah. You know, the Dark Tower series? That's the guns. That's the same? Yeah. Because I would like to read the The first Dark one's called Tower. The I Gunslinger, I think. Okay. But yeah, th- I think they're all part of the Dark Tower series. Yeah. Um, that one seems... But yeah, I heard 
that like that one is his like bread and butter like yeah those, those are, books those are, are like, dad's books the tower series those and not just dad's bread and butter but also stephen king's bread and butter Ooh. like he like Ooh. he feels like that stephen. is his genre as opposed to pure horror pure I guess. horror that just comes out <laughs> yeah boom, boom, i mean because people boom. expect that of him so you know <laughs> um but what else i think reading aragon again would Ooh, be cool and yes, i haven't finished the series or what did you call them the inheritance the inheritance cycle the inheritance cycle yes i'm so excited to go back to those books oh my gosh <gasps> the demonata series oh yeah those books are teen for teen <laughs> But you mean T for teen? Yeah, <laughs> teen for teen. For teen. But whoa, yeah, they are dark and gory. Those books are gory, like shockingly. Yeah. Um, Raw. <laughs> yeah. So visiting that again would be cool. Um, Game of Thrones. I haven't read that series at all. But you mean I do. The Song um, of Ice and Fire. Sure, Madame. The first <laughs> book is called The Game of Thrones, but the series Song of Ice and Fire. All right. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes, but okay. <laughs> um, so tackling those would be cool, because um, I've obviously watched the show, but have not read any of the books. I do own the first three books, Oh, but I haven't touched them. I have, like, a library in my bedroom of books that I have not read. <laughs> Same. But yeah. my books are gathering dust. It's kind of sad. Yeah, so let's crack <laughs> open the library and read it. Okay, what else do I have on here? Um, on my list. Have you seen The Throne of Glass? I don't know what that is. Yeah, there's some, like, really cool-looking books. The only reason I bought it was because of the cover. Like, <laughs> I judged it by its cover, and I was like, fuck yeah, I'm buying that. Um, so that looks cool. I think it's also, like, a fantasy kind of thing. But we don't have to talk too much about that, because I don't know anything about it. I haven't read it. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. Finishing The Lord of the Rings would be cool. Oh. oh boy <laughs> yeah and like so much fun i think it would be interesting to sort of look at it from a more critical perspective yeah like from our modern day uh ideals when it comes mm-hmm. to fantasy i guess and sort of do a comparison i think yeah. would be cool because i remember uh, i know quite a bit about george R. R. martin <laughs> oh yeah yeah he wrote those books in response to um Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. Mm. Yeah, apparently he was um, concerned about Aragorn when he became king. He would want to know, like, the laws he would implement. Like, did he, like, create a law where all orcs were to be, like, killed on site? Like, what did he do to make Middle-earth a safer place? And that's where Song of Ice and Fire came from. Interesting. (laughs) Okay. I can sort of see elements of that in, like, the show. Okay, can I just stop for a second? You have, like, a little fuzz on your nose. (laughs) It's, like, super distracting. Is it in my nose? No, no, no. It's right on the tip of your nose. On the tip. Oh, my God. (laughs) There. (laughs) Was it Bonnie? No, I think it's from your sweater. Oh, okay. Okay, moving on. Favorite genre, Raven. Talk into the microphone. Sorry. What's your favorite genre of novels, Raven? Did you just look at my list and pick that one out? Yeah. <laughs> um, my favorite genre? I don't know if I have one. I am. I do gravitate towards, like, fantasy. I Same. Think. Same dog. Yeah. I love fantasy. And, like, I use fantasy, the genre fantasy, as, like, an umbrella term. Like, 
so many other sort of genres fall under that. Mm-hmm. Like I would put horror under that. I would put I would put urban fantasy under that. I would put what else would I put under that? I don't know. Anything that like takes place in a world that has some fantastical elements. Bam. Yeah. Fantasy bitch. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I yeah, I'm Same. sort of I need like the escapist sort of right? <laughs> this world is so dreary and sad. Yeah. Like our it's world's our world's fucking boring and I don't it's, I'm not attracted it's to pretty books sad. about our world. Yeah. I think our world is sad and oof. I wanna get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we could get into that. <laughs> uh but for now. Um, not today. So you're the you're the same fantasy? Oh yeah. Fantasy horror is definitely what I'm into. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. sort of gothic dark. Yes. <laughs> the vampire chronicles yes, sort of thing. <laughs> Jess, what's your favorite genre? The vampire chronicles. <laughs> Jess, that's not what I mean. <laughs> okay, so um, do you have a favorite book author? You already answered that. Anne Rice. <laughs> Anne Rice. Do you have a favorite book by her? I told you. Cry to Heaven. That is your favorite. That one is my favorite. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um... Are you an avid reader? You've already answered that. Used to be, not really anymore. No longer. R.I.P. Yes. <laughs> R.I.P. reading. Is there a book that you go back to that you read over and over and over? Man. Mm. <laughs> Ugh. Back when I did read, I would say I would read The Vampire Chronicles a lot. There were times where I would I remember, reread yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, currently rereading Harry Potter. I remember The Inheritance Cycle, I've read that a couple, more than a couple of times. I can never get past... Oh, man. Okay. Let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> I'm... I can devour Aragon pretty quick. Brzinger, I have to fight to get through Brzinger. And then when I get to Inheritance, I've only managed to get there one time. Dude! I don't know why. I just... I, Maybe it's too long and I, like, get distracted by something else. Aragon is easily the most boring book out of the series. What? <laughs> the other three are great, but Aragon and his journey and learning how to become him and do what his shit. Maybe that's what I'm interested in. And to me, I'm less interested in, like, the whole I want the politics. Like, give me the battle. <laughs> yeah, the politics. <laughs> For me, it would definitely be Harry Potter. Ugh. I've reread the Harry Potter series, like, too many times to count yeah harry potter yeah you know we're of that generation yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i remember when the movie came out we were like shit in our pants yeah (laughs) actually oh my god you know what i remember vividly is you spoiling harry potter and the half-blood prince for me you know the big spoiler? I won't yeah. spoil it for anyone who hasn't read it, but if you who haven't read it, hell? like, you get with the times, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, okay, if you haven't read it, then plug your ears right now for the next, like, 30 seconds. I spoiled Dumbledore dies to you? Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> you spoiled oh, Dumbledore's death for me. Um, and you know what the worst part about that was? Is that when the fifth one first came out, I think... You read it first and spoiled it for me. Oh, God. Yeah. And so after that, I was so furious. (laughs) I was, like, in tears, like, for weeks because you had spoiled Order of the Phoenix for me. Um, So then I went to Dad and I made a deal with him. Yeah. It was that I would get to read the next one first. 
And guess what happened? We went to the fucking store and we bought the fucking book. And then you started reading it like on the car ride home. I was like, no, this is not our deal. <laughs> dad, dad, stop her. I want to read it first. I bet he forgot. I think, yeah. I mean, he's always been super forgetful. Yeah, so he definitely, shot. <laughs> he definitely forgot. But I was, oh. Man. And it was then, probably malicious and, on and my then, part. Oh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. I think you were mad at me and you spoiled it on purpose. Of course. I was always mad at you in my teens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Spoiled that for me. And that was uh, great. That was fun. <laughs> but still, I go back to those ones over and over. And I don't hold a grudge anymore. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Just <Okay>. for, <laughs> for what? <laughs> I don't know. How dare her parents put you in a pedestal? Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's some, like... Oh, I don't care. Ther- therapy thing. <laughs> like, we need to go to therapy to get past that kind of shit. Okay, what does reading mean to you? Slash, what is your connection to books? Slash, hmm. why are books important? Okay. Escaping. <laughs> escaping. That's a child with severe anxiety. That books were my escape from life. Yeah. 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 That's fair. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people could relate to that. Pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to go any deeper? I don't know. How about you, Raven? Raven what dog? What does reading mean to you? You! Oh, didn't you oh, said that? With your writing? Mm. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. So there's that part of it. Is um, It's obviously going to help me improve my writing. I think I read a quote that was like, the greatest... Or, like, the most important things that a writer needs to do is read a lot and write a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. And I write a fair amount, but I don't read as much as I should. So I definitely want to start doing that again. Mm -hmm. Um, And it'll be cool for me to sort of read, you know, books that have been important to you. And we can sort of do a breakdown of that. And I don't know. Maybe it'll be interesting for you to be looking back on stuff that you used to really love and i don't know look at it from your new life perspective (laughs) i guess and i think it'll be interesting for me to look back at like old novels that i used to like too with like i don't know i want to say like my more writer's like mind now but i don't with the education that you have in your head about different yeah i mean writing styles now that I have some education, like, I don't want to act like I'm some sort of expert because I'm not. <laughs> um, but I do have some education now. And I know, like, a bit about what makes what makes a book good and what yeah. what drags one down. So. That'd be cool to It could be interesting hear. to. Yeah. Your opinion. Let's talk about the tea. All yeah, right. Because <laughs> like, um, let's we'll talk about what the I've tea been, we're drinking. Yeah. This whole time I've been stepping on a, a cup of tea. I haven't seen you have any of yours. Have you had some? Well, I finished off my hey y'all first. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but yeah, I've been taking this soup, you know. Hey y'all is a hard iced tea for those who don't know. <laughs> for those who don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so tell me about this tea, Jess. It's yours. <clears throat> it's green tea with pineapple bits. Does that sound fancy? There's actual bits? Yeah. I thought it was just pineapple flavored. No, there's pineapple bits. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's actually pretty freaking good. Yeah. This is my first time having it. It was being sealed. Really? Yeah. I opened it up for... Just for you, Raven. 
It's my fancy tea. Mm. It's loose, loose leaf. So I haven't really I been drinking so it. Special at work. But yeah, <clears throat> I'm actually impressed. I think it's good. Yeah. Do you drink tea a lot? Yeah, I drink tea every day. I drink multiple cups of tea a day. Same. Yeah. At work, I get bored. You know, so drinking tea is entertainment. <laughs> yeah. I don't get bored at work. No, I don't. <laughs> I think I'm, I might be yours. getting a little bit addicted. Like, yeah. maybe just to the caffeine or something. I don't know. Probably. Is that a thing? Caffeine I know it is with coffee, but... is a thing. I don't know, like, how much caffeine you find in tea. Um, it was quite a bit in the in the ones that do have caffeine. It's probably about the same as coffee. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, delicious black teas. Yeah. I, um... So I've obviously been in school until recently. I'm currently on, like, my winter break. Ooh! Between semesters. Uh, but I had this one class, this term, called data visualization. Sounds fun, doesn't it? Fuck. <laughs> it was like, it's not, it was like a quantitative that I needed, like, outside of my field. So I took that anyway. All right. Um, but that's not the important part. The part I was getting to is that it was in a computer lab. Ooh. So I was not allowed to have any drinks or oh. food. And, like, every class I would get tea and, like... Because we have a Tim Hortons on campus. Oh! Yeah, so I would get tea and then, like, sip it in class as class is starting. But for that class, I could not have my tea. <laughs> like, I couldn't even... Even if I had, like, a tumbler to bring it into, I couldn't even have that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did so... withdrawal? I think I did. Because <laughs> I would be... I would get the worst headaches. That's caffeine. And I would be sitting in that class, like, dying like just I like I felt like I was melting into my chair like I had a hard time focusing oh my god you're nodding vigorously <laughs> caffeine <laughs> when yeah. we worked at Timmy's I had a strong caffeine addiction due to the delicious coffee mm-hmm. um but yeah yep there are not spawn Tim Hortons not sponsored <laughs> yeah pay us uh, we're kidding. Canadian in case you couldn't guess <laughs> Um, yeah, but now, like, I work at the mall, so every time before a shift starts, I go to Tim Hortons and I get a tea. Oh, shit. You can drink tea while you're doing Well, because I work in the back room, so my tea's just right there. Oh, and yeah, I'll just, like, sip it <laughs> as yeah. I'm working. Nice. I do that, too. Yeah. my tea. Other people have to walk off the floor and come into the back room and then sip their tea and then go back out. No one else gets tea. I'm the only one who gets tea. Oh, everyone else is drinking water. <laughs> Fucking peasants. <laughs> peasants. Did I say pheasants? I meant no, peasants. You said peasants. Okay, good. I said. I was peasants. wondering if it came out wrong. It came out wrong in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Like always. Is there a book that's had like some deeper meaning for you, or like something that books that stuck with me? For yeah, like has stuck life? with you over time, and that you like think back to mm. and. Well, I do think a lot about certain books in the Vampire Chronicles. <laughs> Always going back there. Yeah. Always going back there. Yeah. But, yeah, like, like just learning about different part- periods of history. You know, there's, mm-hmm. like, a, I don't want to give spoilers, but there's a part where she tries to describe how vampires came to be in, and I really liked her description mm. compared to, like, say, making a deal with the devil, like Dracula. Oh, I see. Which I've read. You read Dracula? Not very good. Oh. <laughs> That's just my opinion. People might like Bram Stoker's Dracula, but, you know, those old, oldie horror books. Have you read um, Frankenstein? 
No? Yes? Yeah. Yeah. Mary Shelley. Man, that book, amateur. Amateur? That writing, amateur. Ooh. Fucking. I put it down with Twilight. Like, it's so poorly written, I think. Damn, are you serious? I, man, I was, like, the whole book, I was just rolling my eyes, being like, guys don't, men don't act like that. Oh. I feel like she projected her femininity to a male character. I see. Sort of like her. And it really like ugh. and her style like of her writing was just like maybe. Ugh. <laughs> yeah projecting her own prejudice maybe yeah well, if you remember she was 19 when she wrote the book i don't know anything about it oh well shit she <laughs> was 19 when she wrote the book okay. and she wrote it in a um what time period was this that I she wrote it in? it was the 1800s okay and she with her husband and her a f- mutual friend of theirs, the three of them, during a rainy night, decided the three of them were going to write horror novels. Oh, I remember this story. And do like a... And they each did different ones, right? Yeah, and see who did the best one. It's like sort of a competition. Right. And I guess Mary Shelley won. got hers uh, published, so... Yeah, so she's winner, winner, she's chicken winner. dinner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, yeah, that's was, interesting. That's ooh, a cool story. I'm not big into... I didn't like that book. That's okay if you don't like it, but you have to admit, that's kind of a cool story. It is cool. (laughs) It's cute. Yeah. That's what people did back in the boring old rainy days. (laughs) Yeah. Challenged each other to freaking write a book. Horror novel competitions. (laughs) That's crazy. Oh, you know what I did want to bring up? What? It might be interesting. About my writing. Okay. So I brought my, like, writing notebook. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Ooh. I know. It's a beautiful notebook. Yeah. Those little doodles. So I wrote down... The different things that I have currently in the works of stuff that I would like to get published slash scene made slash that sort of thing. Okay, so I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven books that are currently in the works. Oh my word. Yeah. Um, None of them are finished. (laughs) And they're all fantasy. (laughs) Sure, that's your favorite genre. Yes. I guess if I had to classify myself I would probably call myself a speculative fiction writer because that's like a speculative fiction is like a wider umbrella which does encompass stuff like fantasy and sci-fi and horror and like all that stuff would that be similar to your story in that uh magazine yes that would be I have had one publication which (laughs) Uh, you can find at pulpmag.ca. Ooh. In their mouth. Ooh, I'm plugging myself. Ah. <laughs> you can find on pulpmag.ca. Look at their archives. And it'll be the one with the blue cover. With the eye and the hand. And the <laughs> silhouette of a woman's body. <laughs> it's page 29 in that one. So you can check out that. Um, but yeah, I would definitely classify that one as speculative fiction. I like that one for sure. Yeah. What do you like about it? Um, I just thought it was like really well done. It really put me in that area. It really the put area, me like, into in the world. Because okay. you did a good job describing the world, and then like the ending was nice. Even Thanks. though when you said um, that they cut off a couple pages, yeah, uh, is... I wouldn't call it a couple pages. They cut off like a bit. The okay. editors cut a bit off the ending, um, and didn't tell me about it before they published it, mm-hmm. which is. You know, <laughs> I guess uh, like uh, doesn't happen. not something I, I would know. have expected. Yeah, um, I'm okay with it because 
I think it's probably the better choice. Yeah. To not have the extra bit. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, but I'm at the same time I'm like if that had been important, like super important. Yeah, if it, to you. I don't know. I can see Maybe it. I messed up in the manuscript or something, and like, I don't know. Maybe I messed up. Maybe, maybe their editor fault. was just like, uh, maybe we just cut down here. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> they were paying me per page, and I noticed <laughs> that the story reaches the very end of a page. So I wonder if they cut off the extra bit so they wouldn't have to pay me for another page. It's a possibility. <laughs> Capitalism. It's just funny to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was definitely speculative fiction. And if you are interested in seeing my writing, you can check it out. This is random for me, but I also want to read just to get inspired to write better backstories for a couple of D&D characters. (laughs) (laughs) Inner geek comes out. Oh, I have good ideas. I have really good ideas for backstories. But just taking down, like, the patients just to sit down and get a pen and paper and to write it down. Yeah. You always need some inspiration yeah. to sort of, you know, get creative. To try to write again. Yeah. That's mm. cool. I remember you used to write a little bit when I we were teenagers. Stories. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Well, I always create, like, little stories in my brain, but, like, sitting down and writing it, it's just so much effort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. It is a lot of effort. I'm not, like, the best at, like, verbalizing my thoughts. You know what? Me neither. Mm. Which <laughs> why, it's like, why I write because I can't articulate very well mm. when I'm like speaking. I feel like yeah. I can't anyway. Like, there are times where I forget how to say certain things or properly for my thoughts into yeah. words. Which I remember you once asked me how to spell if. <laughs> I remember that too. <laughs> that was a huge brain fart. You're right. You're right. That was one of my most embarrassing moments. (laughs) Forgetting how to spell. Oh my god. I remember that. I remember that. (laughs) When was this? How long ago was this? Teens. I was in my teens forgetting how to spell if. (laughs) Fancy that. You were having a moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's having a bad day. (laughs) You know what? That's okay. We all have bad days. (laughs) It's like that thing where you like write out a word over and over and over and over until it like no longer holds any meaning. I did that with my you know? name once. Was Fuck it like Ooh shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My name started sounding like random gibberish and I was like, damn. Jessica, 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 Jessica. Right? It got did to the point that? where my name sounded Yeah, just like nonsense. Like a sound instead of a name. It's I, I wonder it. what that phenomenon is. I'm not gonna I'm try sorry. that with my own name because I think I might have an existential crisis. I'd be like <laughs> face down on the floor. <laughs> like, what is my life? But Who I am I? That as the teen than as an adult. <laughs> yeah, I already have enough identity issues, so <laughs> I don't need any more. Um, yeah, but okay. Something else about my writing, which I think you might find kind of interesting. Yeah, is that my characters almost never have both parents. Isn't that kind of dark? And like. <laughs> Yeah. That could like that could be analyzed. Yeah, some personal shit. <laughs> yeah, and this is random, but I saw a meme somewhere about how every good anime, um, the main character's parents are either you know one's dead or both are dead. I'm like thinking of like the animes I know now. One's dead or both are dead. Okay, well my favorite anime is Death Note, 
and oh, he's his got parents good are parents. both together. together but yeah. <laughs> doesn't the dad end up getting murdered or something by him or something? I don't remember. I haven't seen Death Note in a very long time. Yeah, I don't remember either. No spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. Another interesting thing that I thought to explore in the stuff I'm writing is the sex of the main character. Because I feel like when I was younger, I used to write primarily from male perspectives. Right? Yeah, and I'm not sure why. I have a theory. Oh, okay. Most novels that we have read um, has a main character that is male. Yeah. yeah and there's, not, there's very few novels where the main character is a strong female. Because yeah, usually when the point. main character is a female, she's lame, like Bella Swan in Twilight. Yeah, like they have no personality and there's nothing Yeah, and she's usually them. just like some damsel in distress and is And boring. the whole thing is about the sexy guy. Yeah, any like book we've read as a kid with the main character, it's female. It's usually a romantic book where right, the yeah. boy is the savior of her life and you know what? You're takes so, her away. You're so right. That's definitely why. It's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is fucked. Sookie Stackhouse novels. I'm just switching around to the topic of main characters. Yeah. I think those were some of the first novels I've read where the female lead is badass. In a world of, you know, vampires, she's right. a human and she's super kick-ass. Yeah. You know, she's not some damsel in distress. She's not some... She takes care of herself. ...girl who, like, needs her vampire man. She makes her own decisions. Yeah, and she'll kick that vampire to the curb if he does not, you know... Treat her right. Treat her right. And I really like those novels. Kind of put my eyes a little bit. Yeah, I haven't... I think I've read the first few, but I haven't read that whole series. So it could be interesting to check out those ones, too. It was a good thing if you were watching True Blood. I was watching True Blood, um, They kind of ruined True Blood for me. Oh, I see. True Blood went in a completely opposite direction and did some things that I did not like, but the novels were so good. Right. Like, I never had a problem with True Blood, and maybe Mm -hmm. that's why. It's because I haven't read the books. My least favorite thing was the fairies. The fairies in the... Do you remember the fairies in the TV show? Yeah. What they did with them. There were some weird villains that lasted an episode or two. Oh, really? Yeah, and the books, they were so cool. Because, you know... Like, the fairies were cool? Yeah. Oh. She's... Um, Sookie and they Jason They just seemed very are, flouncy are, and, like, the thing. quarter fae, right? right? And the both of them in the in the TV show, Jason isn't at all, which is weird. Yeah, which makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> yeah. But he is in the books and... Yeah, of course he is. Yeah, like, the, I thought the, the fae was a super cool, like, addition to the novels. But... Cool. I hated it when they did it. Okay. I think Um, that one could be another one that's sort of like a character telling a story. Like, in the way that it's written. Yeah. I think, I think from what I remember. But we might have to go back and explore. I'm pretty sure the Sookie Stackhouse novels are told by a third person, if you like Harry Potter. Go grab one. Let's find out. (laughs) Grabbing, currently, a Sookie Stackhouse novel and checking the perspective. Dead Until Dark. Let's see. Oh, no, it's not. It's first uh, First person. person. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling. You're right. Okay, so the first thing you're going to get me to read then is... Crying to Heaven Are you going to lend Anne it to Rice. me? Yeah, you want me to lend it to you? <laughs> what, am I going to go buy it? I guess. I have no money. <laughs> <laughs> so by the time we get to episode two, I will have read the first half of the first part of Anne Rice's Cry to Heaven. Yeah, so and it's like then, 10 chapters. Yeah, so like 
that aren't that long. Ten short chapters that we will then uh, break down what happens and discuss. Hmm. Should I give you a summary of what this book is or what? Sure. Yeah. Give me a summary. So, What's this like book I about? Said, it's a tale of revenge and it's set 16th century or is that right no 18th century that's the 1700s right 1700s yeah. in italy during the period where the castrati are popular do you know what those are no so the castrati are men who were um castrated as children before prepubescently to keep their soprano voice into adulthood okay my eyes are bulging yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so it's a tale but the castrati of Italy. Okay. It's a and they're getting revenge on revenge. the person who cut their dicks off? <laughs> <laughs> he only had his balls cut off. You'll, you're okay. in the, the main character. He's not a normal Castorati. Castorati? Castorati. Castorati. Okay. What happens to him is very cruel oh. and terrible. Okay. And it's his tale of revenge gotcha. on the person who did it to him. Is there anything fantastical about this book? I don't think so. Oh, interesting. All of them. They're all human. (laughs) I'm significantly less excited. But it's good. That's okay. It's a very romantic tale by Anne Rice. Okay. I think it'll be a good opener to the Vampire Chronicles. Okay. Since all of her books tend to be in the same universe. I'm interested to Mm -hmm. see her like writing style. I feel like I've read... Or I tried reading Queen of the Damned or something. I think I'd be interviewed with the vampire, or did I make you skip that one? Because I think you made the me skip slowest it. one. Yes, Louis is. I feel like when you tried threatened. to get me into this before, you like did I skip me you Queen to the, the vampire Lestat? Probably no, no. Did they go straight to Queen of the Damned? That's I think the so. third one. I don't. Well, I don't know. Damn, son. that's what I remember reading. I'm gonna. <laughs> but make maybe you read I'm wrong. Interview with the vampire. We both can bash Louis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> depressed I don't vampire. know about this. Because <laughs> I really... It's good because you hear about Lestat from his point of view and you're like, oh, Lestat seems shitty. Then you hear in the stats, sec- the second book is Lestat's is offended by this first book and he's like, fuck this book. This is what happened. And you get oh. this bad boy. Like, no! That sounds hilarious. <laughs> it, is, it is great. Fan- the stat is phenomenal. Okay, yeah. I remember you used to, like, draw him. Like, you doodle him all the time. Boy, <laughs> vampire. He's great. Yeah. Is he straight? No. Is he gay? Is he no. bi? He swings both ways. I think okay. all the vampires do. Like, they they transcend above. Oh. And they're like, meh. Okay, I see. Yeah, you'll, you'll know it when I open up that series for you. Okay, cool. And I have a feeling that... We're going to end up discussing more than just the book. You know what I mean? Yeah. Check We're going to like, be having therapy sessions <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that's it. So that was the first episode of Tea is Good, Books Are Better. If you want to watch the second episode, then... <laughs> Listen. If you want to listen to the second episode, we'll be discussing Cry to Heaven by Anne Rice. At least part of it. My favorite novel. Jessica's favorite novel in the history of novels. And she has read a lot. Pomona, remember from. How old am I again? At least seven years ago. You're 27, right? Yeah. Because I'm 25, so you're two years older. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining us and listening. And um, come back for episode two. Love you. See ya. Bye.
Good riddance. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and cut. <laughs> <laughs>